As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Well, Joe, as I mentioned, I think the last time we talked was Tuesday before the Big Ten tournament. Take me through that 24 hours, I guess, Wednesday into Thursday in Indianapolis. You guys finding out what goes through your mind when you go from preparing for for Minnesota to having your season be over completely. Yeah, it was crazy for sure. I mean, um, we didn't really know what was going to happen, but with the information we had, we were planning on playing when we woke up Thursday morning. Um, so we had our, you know, our normal morning getting prepared, um, and we're getting ready to head over to the arena um, when we found out that the game was canceled. And so um, obviously a lot of emotions from the seniors that were upset, but um, just a crazy way to finish the year. Um, just kind of sad for everyone. When did it sink in? I mean, because everything was going so fast. And I think I, I joked with your dad when I talked to him that it seemed like we were finding something out different every every hour there was something different. When did it sink in that, that your sophomore year at Iowa and, and everything you guys had worked for to get to the NCAA tournament and all that, it was over with and you weren't going to get a chance to kind of see this thing out? I think it co- took a couple of days um, just being at home. Um, I think just even getting back into Iowa City, um, just didn't even realize, like, this is, this is real. Like, we're done for the season. All the hard work that we put in, um, we're not going to have a chance to go out there and show that into these in these tournaments. Um, so I think it took a couple of days for it to, to sink in. What was said by the coaches? I mean, I don't even know how you handle a situation like that. I mean, Fran McCaffrey's been doing this for a long time, and he's never been in a situation like this. What do they say to you? How do they kind of help you guys through a difficult time? Yeah, so um, Coach McCaffrey and uh, Gary Barter were both um, in our meeting room when it was announced, and they just, you know, they feel for us. Um, but at the same time, it's out of their control. It's out of pretty much everyone's control. So um, they just try to do everything that they can, um, just give us the information, um, and then let us go be with our families. What did you think about this season? Because I know you guys had done so much, but there was, there was more to be done. Where were you at? How excited were you? I remember talking to you on that Tuesday and yourself personally were excited to, you know, get in a Big Ten tournament, but even bigger than that, get outside the Big Ten and, and see where you guys stood nationally. Um, where, where, How eager were you guys to prove that? Yeah, we were all super excited to, you know, play in those tournaments. That's what you work for the whole season. I think that we put ourselves in a good position to make a run, um, not only in the Big Ten tournament, but the NCAA tournament as well. Um, obviously I've been, you know, struggling a little bit towards the end of the regular season and my body felt really good. My mind felt good. I was, you know, feeling refreshed, like I told you. Um, and I was excited to get out there and compete on, you know, the national, even a bigger national stage than we do during the regular season. But unfortunately it was cut short. When you look back at your sophomore season, how do you summarize it? How do you, I don't want to say grade it cause that's cheesy, but what, what stands out for you, your sophomore season at the university of Iowa? Right. Yeah, I think personally I made a lot of strides. Um, obviously, there's parts throughout the season where I struggle a little bit, um, and I think I need to con- continue to work on being more consistent throughout the season. 
Um, but overall, as a player, I felt like, um, like I said, I made a lot of strides and got better in areas of my game that I needed to improve on. Obviously, there's still a lot that I can work on, but I think I made progress in that. And I think as a team, um, we proved a lot of people wrong this season. There's a lot of adversity that hit our, you know, our team early on. And I think that we really stayed connected um, and fought through that. I talked to Nicholas Bear, gosh, a week ago, and I asked him to describe this year's Iowa basketball team watching from afar in one word, and he said swag. And I asked Jess Settles last week, or this week name, one word to describe this year's Iowa basketball team, and he said competitive. If you had one word to describe what you guys were this year, what, what word would Joe, Joe Wieskamp use? I would say they're competitive or together. Um, we've got a lot of guys that were extremely competitive. Um, and we you know, achieved more than I think a lot of people predicted. Um, and I think togetherness was another big one for me. Is just we had that adversity early in the season, and you know we had a short bench, but we really played connected out there um, and fed off of each other's energy. Well, I predicted this, you know that, but when did you realize that this was going to be the season that it was, and you guys were going to achieve the things you did and beat the teams you beat? Did you was there a point or a a, a game or a time in the season where you were like, okay? This this is this is gonna be something special. Um, I think the point in the season where um, I think things turned around for us was that loss at Nebraska. Um, obviously, a very um, unfortunate loss for us. We knew that that's one that we should have won, um, but we turned it around. Um, I think we played Maryland, maybe the next game or a couple games after that, and really turned things around right there. Um, and ever since then, we started you know winning big games, um, and competing in a tough Big Ten schedule. I remember talking to you. I think my sons talked to you after a game one time, and they asked you how many shots you took or made a day, and the number, I think, made their eyes light up. I know you like to go shoot. I know you like to go shoot with McKenzie. You can't do that right now or do it the way you'd like to. How do you pass the time? How do you continue to get better? How do you not go crazy without playing the game you love at its full capacity? Yeah, it's been tough for me, and I think it's been tough for pretty much everyone across the country. It's tough to get in the gym anywhere, so I think um, what I've been doing is just doing some in, in-home workouts, um, some lifting, yoga, strength, you know, flexibility, um, just working on those types of things, but at the same time, giving my body a little rest. Um, the Big Ten season's um, grueling on your body for sure, so I think it's important this time um, to take care of our bodies, um, spend time with family, but at the same time, um, continue to work towards next season. Ryan Creener laid claims or called dibs to that national championship. I don't know if you saw that on social media. Do you uh, do you, do you second that from him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, take me through uh, Luca this season and, and his progression. Obviously didn't win the AP National Player of the Year. And boy, Twitter's been fun for the last 24 hours, 48 hours after that. Just your thoughts on Luca, and obviously I know he's a guy that, that did so much for you and that you got a lot of respect for. Yeah, I mean, he had a terrific season. Um, he improved so much, obviously. Um, I think he really transformed his, his body. Um, he was really good um, in transition. He sprinted down the floor, created that post position for himself, um, and then just made it easy for us, easier for us guards to get him you know, the ball because he created those angles where when he caught it, he can go up and finish right away. And I think what made him such a big threat is that he could pick and pop for three um, and really stretch the floor for us, for us as well. Is he your national player of the year? Absolutely. I mean, he's the guy that's in the locker room with you every day. You see how hard he works. You see the type of numbers that he's putting up 
against Big Ten competition with the Big Ten having a lot of good big men. Um, he's going up against those guys night in and night out, um, putting up those numbers. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely my national player of the year. Just a few more for you. You look at your offseason last year and you got the feedback. You went and, and, and experienced all that. With what's going on with the coronavirus, with who knows what workouts happen when, how do you even begin to make a decision on what you do in your future? Yeah, there's a lot of unknowns, obviously, um, with those workouts. Um, so I think it's just kind of taking it day to day and seeing what happens, um, keeping an open mind to it, um, and just hoping for the best. Your expectations for, I guess nationally, the expectations for the Iowa Hawkeyes next year will be sky high if people return. If things come together and people do come back, yourself, Luca, how good can the, the, the this next season be at the University of Iowa? I think we can compete for a national championship for, for, for sure. Um, we got a lot of talent um, on our team, and if everyone returns, um, I think we can do something special. A um, few more for you. When you look at this basketball team and, and what you guys did this year, um, give me – everybody sees them on the court and, and what they do physically in, in the game of basketball. Give me a goofball. Who's like the goofball in the locker room? Who's the guy that like when everyone needs to laugh is, is making people – is there a guy like that? It's not you. Uh, I know it's not you. No, it's definitely not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's probably Austin Ash for sure. Um, he's, he's constantly um, doing some crazy stuff that gets people to laugh. Um, I know you followed Iowa before you got there. Coach McCaffrey's been there for a long time. Is this the best coaching job? I've been saying for, gosh, two months, three months, that this is his best coaching job. I know you have a lot of respect for your head coach. Is this the best job he's probably done? Um, I'm not sure. Obviously, I have a lot of respect for Coach McCaffrey. I think he did a great job um, with us this season, with all the adversity that hit us early on. Um, he's a guy that I respect a lot, and I know that he worked extremely hard this season to put us in the position that we were in. Um, and so, yeah, just a lot of respect for Coach. Last one for you. Um, there's a lot of Hawkeye fans that are craving basketball and wanted to see this thing come to a finish in some way, shape, or form. What message would you tell them? If you if you could talk to frustrated or disappointed Iowa fans, what would you tell them here being cooped up in our houses all across the state of Iowa and Illinois? Um, I think the thing that I would say is that obviously it's very unfortunate we couldn't finish the season. Obviously, the Big Ten tournament, NCAA tournament are – two of the biggest things um, for college basketball, um, especially in the Big Ten. Um, but my thing is that I'm, I'm just thankful that we were able to compete um, and play out our whole regular season. Um, a lot of spring sports and spring athletes worked hard um, to get their bodies right and to be able to compete um, this spring, and they're not going to be able to have their normal season. So I'm just thankful that we were able to have our regular season, um, and some, some, unfortunately some were not. Joe, as always, I appreciate it. Thanks for taking time and, and chatting with me today. Yep, no problem. Thank you. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.